This boss of mine with a big Instagram following used to make fun of the DMs and emails her followers would send her. She'd call people losers or say to everyone in the office, if I could do it without anyone's help, then I don't know why they can't. But her entire business was based off of helping people, which she seemed to hate. So I was always pretty confused on her goal. But one day, almost two years ago, I was in the car and I probably had 10 unopened DMs on the Peony Instagram account. And I sighed and said to my friend something like, ugh, I have so many messages to go over. And she snapped at me and goes, remember your terrible boss and how rudely she'd speak about her followers? Never take these messages for granted when your mission is to help. Fast forward to right now, I have 107 unopened DMs that I cannot wait to respond to tonight when I'm in bed because of how much I love that my community feels safe enough to come to me for advice. If you've ever sat down with your phone in your hand and thought, I wanna talk to Natalie, I need help or guidance, and then you didn't reach out because you were embarrassed or nervous, send me a message right now. I will never judge you or mock you. Everything will always stay just between us. Life is hard and we all need someone unbiased and non-judgmental in our life. The reason I say all this is because I got a really touching message from one of my followers and she shared an extremely personal story with me. And she asked me to record an episode on self-love, why it's important over everything. So this week's episode was a no-brainer. Ask and you shall receive, baby girl. Welcome to the Peony Podcast. My name is Natalie, founder of the Peony, a place where I help women grow their brand or biz using Instagram. And I share the raw, the real, and the relevant on being a young woman in business. And today we are talking self-love. I got a text a few weeks ago from someone I know asking if she could stay in my apartment with me while she's visiting LA or Orange County from Miami. I'd say we are acquaintances and I just don't feel comfortable having her stay with me. I like my space. My morning routine's really important to me. I have a dog. I work from home. I film. I take calls all day. Like it just would not work for me. And in situations like this, we have three options and I'm going to share all three with you and you'll get why in a second. We've all been in countless situations where we desperately want to say no to someone or something, but either don't know how or we feel too bad. And I still deal with this every day. I recorded a podcast episode about it two weeks ago, but being able to confidently say no and realize when it's your time to walk away is actually a huge act of self-love. So option one, I could have said yes because it's too awkward to say no, but then I would have been miserable for six days with a practical stranger in my house. So no, not doing that. I, ooh, good. This is a good one, guys. This just came into my mind. I had been on two dates with this guy and just wasn't feeling it at all conversation was slow. We didn't really make each other laugh. It just was not a good fit. So he was going away to New Zealand for a few months and wanted to see me before he left. And when I tell you I did not want to go see this man, I mean, I was pacing around in my apartment, sweating and calling everyone in my contact list, asking them how I could get out of this. 
So instead of putting my big girl pants on, I drove all the way to LA from Orange County to go on this stupid date. I was there for an hour and just couldn't take it anymore. And I ended up texting my best friend our code word, which I can't spoil, but she called me and faked this crazy situation so I could tell my date I needed to go save her. There are so many things wrong with that situation. One, I lied. Two, I got other people involved. Three, I just didn't stand my ground. So inappropriate, so unnecessary, but back on track. I could do that again with this girl. Put myself in this shitty situation to make her happy, but I've learned my lesson. We have grown. Option two, I can say no and feel like a terrible person about it, but why should I feel terrible? Because I didn't want an acquaintance staying with me for multiple days? No. I'm doing nothing wrong. And option three is I say no and I don't feel bad about it and I continue on with my day. So obviously I went with option three and I literally just said, I appreciate you reaching out, but I'm stretched way too thin right now to devote time to a house guest. I hope you enjoy your trip. First step to loving yourself more is through confidently saying no. You might be thinking, Natalie, how does saying no to people make me love myself more? Okay, well, I'll have you know before every podcast episode, I do a bit of research on my topic. And when I looked up how to love yourself more on Google, the first thing that came up was learn to say no. So, mm-hmm. But, okay, you're not going to say no to your boss or your boyfriend or friend and magically love yourself, okay? It's not how this works. But saying no to things that don't suit you don't suit your wants or your needs, makes room for good in life, which makes room for more love. People pleasing is just a losing battle. When you focus on self-love and self-comparison rather than trying to get these other people to love you, you build your self-esteem up, which is the end goal, right? You know, you can't love yourself if you're constantly comparing yourself to someone else. As you might know, I was a blogger and like lifestyle influencer on an old personal account for six years. But what you probably don't know was the toll that it took on my mental health and how negatively I viewed myself because of how much time I spent comparing myself to people on the internet. Have you seen those TikToks where it's like, recreate this Pinterest photo? I was doing that 24 seven before it was a thing. And when I didn't get the results I wanted, it would ruin my entire day. I just remember I would get so annoyed when my friends or boyfriend couldn't take a photo right, even though they would take hundreds. And I was always feeling inferior and like I failed, all because I couldn't take a stupid picture like the other girls I saw. And sidebar, when I scroll through my camera roll and look at the thousands of photos I refused to post because I thought I looked bad, it makes me sick. So one day I just decided to unfollow anyone who made me feel like shit. And the peony was created shortly after and I made a promise to myself to not compare to anyone or anything. Just stay true to myself because there's always gonna be someone with more money, more friends, blah, blah, blah. You just focus on your money, your friends, your happiness and move forward. Like I said earlier, I do research before each podcast episode. And I looked up other words for self-love because I was trying to decide on a title. And this is what came up. Ready? Egocentric, egotistic, egomaniacal, narcissistic, self-absorbed. 
Okay, focusing on yourself, not comparing yourself to others, saying no, these things are not narcissistic. Loving yourself and knowing your boundaries does not make you an egomaniac. Put your blinders on. It is my favorite analogy, so if you've heard me say it, buckle up, you're about to hear it again. But when horses are racing on a track, blinders are put on them to prevent them from looking to their left or to their right at their competition. If they look left or they look right, they're going to lose their footing. They're going to fall to the ground. It's going to be a nightmare. We need to do the same. Don't look around to see what everyone else is doing. Look straight ahead at what you want and keep your eye on the prize. If I'm a self-absorbed biatch, then I'm not changing because I'm happy and I like it that way. And while we're on the topic of blinders, they're supposed to prevent the horses from looking back. You can't look back. You can't dwell on the past defeats. You have to forgive yourself for your past fuck-ups, okay? Because it's affecting the way you view and love yourself. You made a mistake. It's okay. Make amends if you can and move forward. Over summer, I met one of my internet besties who I speak about all the time. In real life, we met. But her name is Rachel and she's a badass businesswoman living in New York. And we were talking and decided to schedule a weekly call where we can just hold each other accountable and goal set with someone in a similar niche. So every Friday, we block our calendars and set aside time to actually speak. And about two weeks ago, I was just in an ugly little slump. I was feeling so down about everything in life. And Rachel gave me an amazing suggestion. She said she makes these little, basically success journals where she puts kind messages from her friends or followers or recent wins of hers, positive emails, anything that makes her feel good in this binder. And when she feels like shit, she looks in that binder to remind herself that she is fabulous and loved and worthy. After our call that day, I drove my ass to Target, got all my craft supplies to make this journal. And I always say you can't rely on other people to make you happy or make you feel good. And that's why I love this journal idea, because it's a mix of both. It's messages from people and our own personal wins, but it's on you to read that and actually believe it. I think when people say taking a bath or a walk is an act of self-care, it definitely is. But sometimes you need more than a fresh manicure. And that journal with all of your successes to remind yourself that you are a bad bitch and loved is really helpful. I think another really good way to instill a self-love mindset is through being honest with yourself. I know we all get weird, intrusive, negative thoughts about ourselves, and it's on you to check yourself and be like, wait, that's not true. Or if they are true, okay, how can I fix this? But keeping it real, if you want to lie to everyone around you, that's fine. But when you go home at night, you look at yourself in the mirror and you say, this is what I need to do to be happier. This is what I need to do to love myself more. This is what my brain is telling me that isn't true. This is what my brain is telling me that is true. That's where the success journal might come in. You can look at that and say, okay, this is accurate. I don't have a book full of negative things people have said to me because they haven't. That's not accurate. And it's reprogramming your brain, reprogramming your mindset into believing that you are worthy, you are loved. So I have a big family. You might have heard me talk about it before, but I have three adopted siblings. The oldest one is 10 and then an eight-year-old and a five-year-old. 
And the five-year-old is a little girl. She is my baby sister, Angel. I love her so much. But she was born very premature, had to live in an incubator in the NICU. She had to get a lot of surgeries and she has a really big scar right above her belly button. And this particular surgery literally saved her life. So extremely thankful for it. But I remember about two years ago, so she was three, we were going to go swimming and I put her little bathing suit on her and she pointed at her scar and she goes, this is so ugly. And I was really surprised that she used that word and could even acknowledge that it wasn't something that the rest of us had, that it was different. And she looked at me and she goes, you don't have one. It's ugly. I don't want, I don't want. And that broke my heart. It made me think about the influence society has on how we view ourselves, And just even me, I'm her older sister. I never even thought about how that might be an insecurity for her when she gets older and how that might affect the way she loves herself. And so I think that it's really important from the youngest age possible to teach everyone around us that differences are okay. You, again, put your blinders on and just focus on you because you're beautiful the way you are and you just keep going. We have to really instill that into brains because the world is a place full of so many different people and if we're constantly trying to achieve what they look like, how they think, who they are, will never work. Unless you have a rock hard mindset, loving yourself and keeping yourself in that really happy, positive mindset is difficult. There's so much that goes into it. You could not be comparing yourself to people. You could have your blinders on. You could be loving yourself, exercising, eating well, but you get a night of bad sleep and then your whole week is thrown off. You think you look weird. You can't do your makeup properly. You're tired. You're grouchy. You lash out at people. Then you feel bad about yourself for it. And that's what I mean by domino effect. If one little thing kind of gets out of place, at least for me, then everything kind of gets out of place. And the older I get, I understand why adults are so stressed out all the time because there's so much that goes into having a happy life. It's not like you just wake up and if you make $5 million or if you have kids or if you get married or if you start that business, you're automatically going to be happy. There's so much else that goes into it and you got to start somewhere. So you're starting here. Self-love might seem really forced to you. You wake up, you people please, you compare, you go to school, work, bed, do it all over again. Stopping yourself to say, no, this does not suit me. No, I don't need to be like that. I'm like me. Or making a journal of nice things people have said to you might seem super weird at first. I get it. But after that consistency of doing it over and over and over again, it will become your mindset. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you loved it, leave a review below. I announced this on my Instagram story the other day, but when the Peony podcast gets to 100 reviews, I'm going to pick one of my followers to be a guest on the podcast and share about their brand and their business and interview them. So leave your reviews. You're beautiful and amazing and capable of anything you set your mind to. Love yourself, don't compare, put your blinders on and get to work. I'll talk to you next week.